Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. And gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing all of the shenanigans going on in and around the world of Las Aguas de la America. Of course, we're going to be recapping that 2 1 victory over Atlas that was then later overturned as a 3 0 loss to Atlas. We'll get into all the details and why we think that is a bunch of nonsense, not just from the perspective of Atlas doing what they had to do, but I think for America as well. But we'll get into it a little bit later on in today's episode. And then, of course, we're going to be talking everything going on in and around the world of America in Coapa. And then we're going to be previewing the upcoming match against Pachuca in the Estadio Azteca. But joining me today, as always, is Brooklyn's very own AJ. AJ, my friend, how are you? Uh, doing it as always. Um, had to write an article, watched um, uh, a women's soccer match. Uh, did my aerobic training. So all in all, pretty good Tuesday. My body doesn't actually hurt for once. There you go. Bodies are com- uh, getting accustomed to it all, as you can see right here. Chris Rivera saying Arriba la America, and we'll see if it's still Arriba la America after today's episode. It's always will be, but uh, it's a little bit more of a bummer, and we'll get to it in just a second. Christian will be joining us in just a second. He had to uh, get off the call for just a moment, but he will be joining us any minute now, so we'll be uh, this, we'll be greeting him once he gets back into the episode. But AJ, let's start off and let's talk America versus Atlas. and. I think it's only fair to talk about what just broke recently, yesterday, not even 24 hours ago, AJ. We had thought that we had had all three points away at the Estadio Jalisco, and yet the league has bombarded us and has punished us with docking us not only three points, but three goals against us as we have failed to put in Vina's name on the match day squad. And because of that, he was out there training. He was also on the bench. And then because of that, Atlas said, you know what? That is foul play. That is, um, uh, what's the proper, what's the proper word, AJ, here? What, what, what's the official term they're using? Um, Man. Like an improper roster? Is yeah. what I'm trying to, like, I know the word in Spanish. I'm trying to, like, find my best way of translating it into English. But it's an improper roster. And because of that, they completely nullify the game, take away three points. Player. And, I mean... I, I just, I don't know. How are you feeling, AJ? How are you feeling after the, the news broke? Scratch on the back of my head, because how in the hell did no one look at the paper and just like, huh, we didn't put a certain player's name down. Why is he on the bench? I don't understand that. I feel that should be the easiest thing in the world. You got your players. Look at the um, paper for a game that you're like, okay, who do we got? And I realize there's a play that's not supposed to be, and it's just, I don't know. It, I found that really hilarious, but then at the same time, just like, how we let that happen? I don't... Look, look, and we were talking about this throughout the game because it was it was it was being circulated throughout the match, and I think the reporters were even commentating about it. Is the fact that uh, America could get docked the the, the three points because of uh, you know uh, not not putting Vinas into the match day squad, having him out there, and all that stuff, and that could later come back and bite us in the ass. It does so. Um, but I was messaging you guys on the chat and I was telling you, I was like, 
you know, we're talking about the game and everything. And, and I think that's a whole different context of, or, or a whole different topic in its sense, which I think unfortunately because of what happens gets erased. But I was talking to you guys and I was like, look, what's the point of playing this game now? If we're going to be losing the three points, Christian very confidently said, you know what? We're not going to lose it. No, the league's not going to go anywhere near this. We're going to be fine. And if he was here right now, I'd definitely be uh, putting him on the hot seat because he did say that we were going to be fine and whatnot. Unfortunately, he is wrong, and we are docked those three points. But, um, I, I mean, just it has to be frustration all around, AJ. I think this is the most frustrating thing because we're then made to look like a joke of a team because it's the most minor of mistakes that cost you three points away on the road. And, I mean, how do you put it in context? AJ, this is very much Sunday league mistakes. <laughs> like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it. You, you hear this stuff like maybe in the Sunday league. Like maybe the other coach goes and like, hey, that player is using like the wrong credential or something, right? Like you don't expect this to happen in a freaking uh, you know, professional soccer match, especially when it comes to America. Like we're made to look like a joke of a club now, and 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 it's gonna haunt us for the entirety of our lives, AJ. Because I'm gonna tell you, everyone's gonna be like, oh. America won, but make sure everyone was supposed to be where they were supposed to be or blah, 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 blah. Like, this is just, it, it's it's dumb. It's stupid. And I wish Christian was here because then we'd have his input as well. But uh, I, I do really want to hear what the what what uh, what some of the listeners have to say in regards to this, because it's it's a complete, um, excuse me for my language, but it's a complete shit show from what America is doing right now. Uh, it's the most simplest of things that you've done throughout an entirety of a season. And then you get to this point and you say, you know what? Oops, my bad. Like, like it, it's just not gonna fly. And what we, what we were, we were FaceTiming yesterday, all of us together after the news broke, and I read to you guys the English translation of uh, of the press release that America put out, and it kind of gave you that tone that it was, yeah, look, you know, we're sorry, guys. It was a mistake. It's never gonna happen again, and we take responsibility. But at the same time, like the league's being a little harsh. We think that they should be a little bit more lenient like this and that. But I didn't like the fact that they were putting excuses like there is no excuse at this point, AJ. Yeah, nah. I mean, hey, we said we wanted to make history with Solari. And there you go. That's that's the that's a piece of history. It's going to forever live with them now. It's ridiculous because like you mentioned, it's a tiny little mistake. And you're thinking, how do we let that happen? The same time. BS didn't play at all. He didn't have an impact at all. He's just on the bench. But at the same time, as much as what I can play about, a rule's a rule, and that's it. There's literally nothing to do. The puncher for like three points, though, that's a little bit harsh in my opinion. But okay, I'm, I'm gonna go with this because I think you know Gabriel's also saying the same. You know, he agrees three points is is, is a little bit too harsh right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna read all the profanity here. I know that I've said my part, but <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep it as PG as possible here. But um, but but you know, Chris was saying I was hoping to hear y'all continue to argue about Fidalgo, uh, which we might get to it in in a second. Whenever Christian does come back on the podcast, and I'm sure we will talk about the Atlas game because there is some stuff to kind of highlight AJ. Um, but Chris also says, look, uh, doesn't this era tell us everything we need to know about the front office though? Banyos and the others need to leave. Piojo wasn't the only one who should have been blamed last season to make this mistake. And and <clears throat> and to credit that, I think that we'll talk a little bit more. But I think uh, first of all, let's introduce our uh new york's favorite resident christian rosendo back to the podcast christian good to have you back my friend what's good 
was good. Well, we 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 jumped onto the topic. We couldn't avoid it. America gets stuck to three points because of the, of course, you know, yeah. the the the, inc- the incorrect. Um, what's the word, Christian? I, I, incompetent. I, I, there incompetent you go. front incompetent office line. that we have. Um, I just I, I expect this. I expect this kind of things from Ivan, not from a club like Club America, right? So exactly. Um, for us fans, it's definitely disappointing that, you know, knowing that we could have been league leaders right now. Um, and just overall, just something like this just looks kind of bad on the club. It makes it look very unprofessional. Um, and it's just something that should have never, you know, happened in the first place, right? Um, I, I really want to know if we ever get to know what happened behind the scenes of it. Um, and if, like, why Vinas traveled with the club if he knew he wasn't going to be um, you know, on the bench or, or 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 starting the game, right? So it just makes you wonder what happened uh, that night. And like I said, I hope we get a backstory on it sooner rather than later. But overall, uh, very disappointing. Uh, and then you know, it, it sucks because you know we like we I said, we, 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 we deserve the three points. And like I said, we could have been league leaders and uh, just give this team some sort of more confidence going into the into the next game. You know, you know as. As we all know, this is still a new team. You know, this is still trying to get everyone coordinated on the same page, and every little bit helps. And so, hopefully, this doesn't really, um, you know, backtrack anything, any momentum that the team had. Look, um, and, and I'll get to exactly what you're saying, but Chris saying, I actually don't care about the three points. Show the crybabies in the leagues that we don't need any type of help, which is, I guess, a good place to stand on in, at this moment. But I, I, what I what I want to revert to is, um. This is going to have a rippling effect. This is going to have a rippling effect on the squad, in uh, uh, in in the in the office, in the front office, uh, with the players, with the remainder of the season. This isn't just a one thing and you're done and, and, and dusted type of thing. It's going to have a rippling effect throughout the throughout the season, and that's the thing that worries me the most. Like you mentioned, Christian, this is a this is this is a new squad with a new manager. It's still trying to find its footing, and you're thinking every three points is kind of a little boost of morale. And, and now they and a clean sheet, right? Yeah. And a clean sheet, which is something I spoke to you guys about yesterday. And now you 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 get that ripped away from you. Not because of your own own uh, discre- discreditation, if that's even a word, but because someone in the administrative section decided to not put a person's name on a team sheet. And because of that, you get docked those three points. You get mm-hmm. docked that clean sheet. You get docked that amazing goal that we'll talk about in that penalty kick. I, like it, it's all nullified. It's 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 nowhere to be existed anymore in in the world. Because even before the game started, you had reports coming out saying that Venus was going to the you know to to, to the stands, and then you had other playing. Oh no, Venus is there. He's on the bench. He's gonna he he'll be considered at some point in this game. So you know you kind of had a feeling that something fishy was going on at the even before the game even started. When you had multiple reports from uh, from confident sources, reliable sources. Saying different things, um, so yeah, definitely not a good look for the club. And hopefully, let's just pray. Hopefully, this never ever happens again. It it, it can't. It can. Like I, I was talking to AJ about it. Like we're a joke of a club at, as it is at this moment because of what happened. Like, like no matter what happens throughout the season, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, did you make sure you lined everyone light per- per- perfectly?" Everyone's gonna kind of make that joke in and mm-hmm. about itself. Um, and it's it's just something that the squad doesn't need to. Right. It, this is something that you don't need to be overlooking. And it's what I was trying to say to you, AJ, is that at, to what extent does Solari have a kind of a responsibility to this? 
right? And I think uh, we were talking to this yesterday with Dylan, and I think he made he pointed out something kind of very interesting was, you know, Solari maybe isn't necessarily the guy who types out the names and who has to put out the sheet and everything, but I would think that he's the type of manager to be like, all right, let me see the team sheet, let me you know, let me overlook it. Like I'm, I'm not saying that he has to do it every single time or something, but I would imagine that you know he's he he would have overlooked some of this, and so uh, I'm not saying I'm not trying to paint Solari in a bad image. I'm not saying that it's his fault as well, and like all oh, this never happened under Piojo because you you already have those things going on in and around Twitter. But what I am saying is that I think Solari, with the person that we the, that we know that he is, he will have. I feel like he will hold some responsibility and say, you know what. Moving forward, I'm gonna make sure that this, this, and this doesn't happen ever again. No, it's fine. Yeah, and that's fine. If he wants to do that, that's fine. It's just try to take every single precaution so this never happens again, right? And um, to to the point of you're saying in Federico Vinas, it's uh he's becoming a parent now, and um, you know he he he's right now not not in a good place. You know he's still on his scoring drought. Um, he's not finding consistent minutes. He's not giving out Vinas like performances, and now he he's beginning to be frustrated with. The coach now because of lack of opportunity so you know this you add this on top of it and it's just you know it's is, is this nightmare for being is going to end soon sounds like a recipe for disaster at this that's what point. i'm saying it's uh it's, it's definitely a problem that needs to get fixed sooner uh before it gets you know worse and uh and and you know even even with henry scoring you still need another striker behind you because you never know when Henry can go down, right? And then, you know, so it, it was, it'd be nice if Vinas gets uh, more opportunities to kind of showcase what he's gotten because right now I don't, I don't think that he's, he's gotten a fair share of, uh, of chances like Henry has. Okay. I don't know. I, I think he's had some, some lookings here and there. I mean, when he started the game, uh, when was the last game he started? Uh, I'd have to say maybe uh, that's Monterrey? bad. That's bad that we can't even remember. That's bad because it feels like he's non-existent when he plays on the pitch. Like I feel like just. But but I think it has to go to to, to he has to own some responsibility. At no, of course, well. definitely hundred percent, and and I, I think he does. It's just you know you need opportunities to showcase you what you have, right? I mean, so give him a, a couple starts here and there. I mean, how many games has Henry started this season out of the seven that we played already? That's the start. Like probably six, probably probably five or six, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, when you're only given twenty plus minutes, twenty, yeah, twenty, even twenty, sometimes, um, you know, a game, it's it's kind of difficult, especially if your team is t- is tied or you know or or down by one, you know. So, but but here's my 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 uh, my rebuttal to that is. Does that just mean just in order to try to fix the situation, you just bench Henry for this upcoming game? Oh, no, definitely, and not. give I mean, and give Vinyas the the shot. Because I don't see a four four two anytime soon. No, definitely no, and I don't like the four four two. So then I think that Binyas is gonna have to just continue writing it out. Look, the kid's young. I get it. He's frustrated, and I get it because of the, you know he was on a hot streak, and maybe he is mad because he's not getting his chances. But I think he has to learn and 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 know that there comes a time in in a forward's career when he's just in a bit of a drought. It happens to the best. No, and so I think he needs to learn from this experience and not cry about it and not moan about it and just kind of put his head down, get to work. And whenever he does come on the pitch, be hungry, hungry than, than anyone else on that pitch to try to score a goal. Definitely. And then we'll see the best of, of him. I'm, I'm, I'm not, out of, I have no doubt about that. You know what? But, I'm um, really, you know what I'm really worried about this entire thing started to become like the Bioha situation with Royer where he didn't want to put him in at all. And then I had this entire Solari thing when that wanted to like give Venus that many chances. That's one thing not. I have in mind. And if that's the hopefully case, not. that's a big, big problem because 
You think remember the contract that we gave Vinyas? Yeah, and look how he's performing. I think I I think we're starting to put push a panic button where we don't need to just yet. I think I think Vinyas is going to be fine. I think we just Hopefully. need to give him more time and, and chances. I think we need and chances, and I think we need to let Solari handle this the way Solari no, best me. knows how to. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll see that things will be all right. Uh, but going back to this whole front office, I mean, you know, losing the game uh, on the table. We know that someone in the club was in charge of this, and they made the mistake. I know the name. Now I just get... forgot it. Oh, we know who we we know we, who's... we 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 know we know who's that. We know the who's... person. Yeah, we know we know who's at fault here. We we hundred percent know. Um. Okay. You know what? I should never say that because now I gotta go find it. So continue on. But I'll I'll find the continue name. Continue on while you find the name. Okay. okay go, so go so AJ, here's my question to you. Uh-huh. There obviously is going to be a rippling effect here for yes. America throughout the season. Mm-hmm. What if you were the one in charge? What is a fair punishment? Because there has to be repercussions to this. There's, there's a huge mistake. It's costing you three points. What is a fair punishment for this person? Because some people are asking for his head, and some people are saying that he should be fired. Now, I maybe on Saturday oh. I will say the same thing. I, I, I maybe calm down that, a little that's, bit. That's, and, yeah, that's, and, and, that's, and maybe that's a bit extreme. That's, that's a bit extreme. A bit extreme. Um, it's difficult because it's a it's a minor Ma- mistake. Mauro Panici. Yeah, Mauro Panici is what uh, Jacob Leo saying here too. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, him. That's All right. Really... So what is what is Mauro's punishment, AJ? Guillotine. Oh God! <laughs> Chop his head off to the to the to the office. He goes <laughs> to the to our office. office. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I don't. I really don't know what to punch it for. That's like you know deemed reasonable for this. I mean, he's the pretty much the reason he costs us three points, and he costs us to be you know, to be sitting on top of the table. So man, I don't even know at this point. I don't know. Don't give him the don't give the responsibility to name the um roster. I guess get Solari at this place. Like I'll do it instead. I know what I want to do. What, what what would you what would your punishment be, Christian? Um, I told you already. Besides the guillotine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, if we want to go a little bit less, I don't know. Just I don't know. Just find him. I guess find mm-hmm. him, or maybe maybe you know, I don't know, man. Just uh couple weeks off or something gotta get his head straight like what the hell are you doing you know like okay look look uh, like, okay like like to age's point how, how do, do you we demote something him like this do we demote him demote do him we... to what to water to like be, yeah <laughs> water to be like uh, in a sense like like uh, okay you know I, what i was thinking and i think we were talking with dylan about this was that maybe give him like a four-week suspension i was saying no pay but dylan and forces wanted to give him pay so why don't we just dock his his salary in half and for those four weeks, he doesn't work. He's only getting paid half. You know, I think that's fair. Yeah. Some people, some people are not as lighthearted as us. Some people would have definitely gone for the guillotine right away. Um, I mean, <laughs> Chris is saying. Uh, I mean, maybe firing him isn't a bad thing. It seems like a replaceable job. Maybe I'll they. Maybe they get Christian to do it. He definitely <laughs> oh. wouldn't have been. Uh, I think AP Jr. was definitely agreeing with you. He's like, I, I think it's a pretty proper punishment. I want to say And then we give it to Vinas. Oh, God. He probably makes $1,000 a week, though. No lie. Just for writing down names on the sheet. 
let's be honest here. That's a pretty neat job. That's a neat job. I don't know. It's better I, than I, my I, job. I, I, <laughs> I think it's better than your job too, Ivan. Definitely better than the agent's job. Ha, I don't even got a job. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. But he's oh, probably yeah, making pesos. that in yeah, pesos, pesos, though. Yeah, you're right. Pesos, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so maybe it's $20 maybe, for us. Never mind. Yeah, maybe it's not as good as we were painting the picture to be sure. Uh, it's something you just literally just have to look up the name of the roster, the players, write it down, give it to the Magic Worm. It's like, there you go. That's it. Something. And look, and, and we'll jump into the to the actual game because I know people are maybe they're sick and tired of hearing uh, us rant about this, but I think it's 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 proper because it just the news broke literally less than twenty four hours ago. But mm-hmm. um, do you guys think the league was a bit harsh? And do you guys blame Atlas, or, or or do you guys hate Atlas in the way that everyone else is hating on them? I mean, they put they they use it to their advantage. It's a rule that's written in the guidelines itself. It's like yeah, if you have an ineligible player, regardless if they're on the bench or on the field, it's like, that's it. You can't lose the three points. I mean, you would find some kind of, like, it's not a loophole because it's a little rule in itself, but, you know, they took advantage of it at the same... I think it was, like, well played, but at the same time, that's so dumb, but it's like, okay, we now know not to repeat that mistake now. It's going to be embarrassing because now, we had, before we do anything, it's like, so I could be like, okay, who am I bringing? Just point to the players. Give me the thing. It's like, okay, that's all I need to know. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. I think, um, I, you know, like you mentioned, fair play to Atlas. I think they, they were smart about it. You know, they're like, hey, we have an avenue here. And, and they did what they, they, yeah, they guys, did what they had to do. You guys already know how I feel about that yesterday on, the, on that FaceTime call. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's like, what, what frustrates me more is that we gave them this avenue. It wasn't that they, they won it on merit or anything. It was like, it was completely 100% on us. And because of that, these are the repercussions. So, um, but let's, let's, let's talk a little bit actually about this game and what happened. I mean, not to say that we're going to go into details as the way that we were originally going to go into, because I think at the end of the day, this game is no longer going to exist ever. But let's talk a little bit about that goal that was scored, the penalty. Um, let's talk a little bit about Fidalgo and what you guys thought about him. And um, just overall kind of opinions about this game and what we can actually take away from this, even though we lost it on the table. Okay. So um, I, I'll throw it to you first, Christian. What just, uh, just overall opinions about this game, the goal, all okay. that stuff. Once again, well, we'll start with the negatives, never go with the positive. Okay, the negatives, first of all, once again, I think we got off to a very slow start. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know what needs to, what needs to uh, happen in order for, uh, for this to fix this because it seems like Atlas were really pressing us. And it seems like we have a lot of trouble when teams are pressing us high like that. So um, definitely something that we need to work on because a better team and, you know, they could probably capitalize on a, on a mistake that we, that, that we make. So the slow stars need to stop. Uh, we need to get off, get off the game running, and especially with the, against a team like that, that's no disrespect, obviously. Uh, number two, once again, we're down. We're playing a ten-man team, and for some reason, we can't seem to find control of the game for a long period of time. It, and it seems like we we get the we get the game under control for five minutes, then we let them have the ball for a little bit, and it, it just creates it, it creates creates unnecessary pressure for us to to handle. Like we we don't need that stuff. We should be the ones in control with the ball. We should be the ones, you know, having the scoring chances, not them. 
So I think more ball control, more game management is definitely on uh, something that we need to work on, especially, like I said, when we play better teams, because, you know, better teams are going to bring on more pressure and bring on more, more, more scare, uh, scary chances to score, um, whether it be 10 men or 11 men, you know, so definitely things that we need to manage. Uh, the positive, that the penalty shot. I think the penalty shot was executed beautifully. Um, I don't think anyone saw that coming, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was well done. Well done by Cordova and Henry. Props to them. Uh, I, I don't think we've seen a goal like that in, in Liga MX in, in ages, I think, right? So yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely nice to see, right? And it's definitely nice for them to give us the, the, the show in a sense, right? So, so kudos, kudos to them. It, it was well taken and there's definitely going to be a goal talked about. The goal that, that doesn't count anymore, right? Because that definitely would have been candidate for goal of the season. Uh, so def- definitely definitely a, a great goal that will never be counted. Um, debut. We, we had a debut in, uh, in, on Saturday. Well, technically now we don't, right? Uh, Alvaro Fidalgo started the game. And to so many people, it was a surprise because, um, you know, maybe people had, you know, Giovanni starting over him or, you know, so... Interesting to see Solari give him the chance. Um, unlike my, my my unlike the contrary here, my beautiful friend Ivan. Uh, I thought Fidel had had a great game. Uh, I thought he was probably top three players on our team. We had that night. Um, just to, just to, just on the pure movement and pure game IQ and game recognition and trying to create something just made him stand out more to me. And not being this robotic person that just stays still. Um, and it seemed like he really wanted the ball. He was everywhere on that pitch trying to create something, whether it was on the defensive side, middle, or on the attacking side. You saw him just asking for the ball every single chance he got. And every single chance he got it, he either made a good pass or at least attempted to try to create something. And it wasn't, like I said, robotic or the same usual stuff every single play. So it spruced things up. It made us be a little bit more open, a little bit more creative. And I think we need that in America right now because, like I said, Cordova is going through a rut. Gio doesn't look like Gio is going to be Gio anytime soon. Benedetti, unfortunately, hasn't had the luck to even play a game yet, right? So this is definitely a breath of fresh air for us, and I hopefully he continues to get these chances because I think he could be a very interesting player for us. Definitely. definitely. I, I think you hit all the key marks here, and, and you mentioned it really, and something I want to go back to, the fact that, yeah, we get another red card in this situation, and I like Gabriel saying that, you know, red mm-hmm. card, you guys called it, we definitely did. Um, but if you look at the way that this game played out, it seemed that sometimes you couldn't even tell Atlas had one man down. You know, uh, you mentioned that we were very lacklustrous. We, 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 we definitely didn't take advantage of that extra man. You thought, okay, we finally, we got this red card again pretty early in the game. You thinking to yourself, now comes the fun part, right? Now America's finally going to break free. They're going to be a little more loose. They're going to be, you know, we knew Atlas was going to do their best to kind of sit back and close down the angles. They did so very well, but I still felt like we had more talent at our disposal to be able to break them apart. We didn't, though. And I think that's the most frustrating thing about it. And I was watching this game with my cousin, and we kind of were just kind of looking at each other and kind of thinking, well, what's not clicking here for America? Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is a game where you should be winning at least by three goals. No, definitely. And, and it also doesn't help, sorry to cut you off, but another key point I remember, it also seems like we're still playing from one side of the field, and we're not, you know, expanding the field like, you know, Salati wants to do, um, whether that be, you know, lack of players that need to be in the position, or just the players not getting the idea. Um, so that's why I think I, I kind of like Fidalgo in a sense, because he tried to open up 
spaces where you know the team wasn't really opening up, right? So we need more of that, in my opinion. And I think someone said in the chat, you know, the creativity right now is is at an all time low. And when you see a player like that that's just trying to consistently ask for the ball and trying to create something, for me, it just sparks an interest and it sparks that he wants to be the one to to run the show. And I'm completely fine with that. I'll get to Fidalgo in just a second. Um, I was trying to see where I was trying to go with my comment right now. Uh, I'll see if I can remember. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, your cousin. And I was going to throw it to you, AJ, too. And your cousin. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. So um, the most frustrating thing about this game was that I, I, I still saw what I didn't want to see, AJ. When we talked about last week with Brian was I didn't want to see so much resetting of the, of, of the mm. game, right? It was very much some lateral passes to then just go all the way back to our center back and sometimes even our goalkeeper. When you have when you're up a man, that's when you need to just be constantly passing forward, making those one two passes. We know they're capable of doing that, but again, I saw this kind of like uh, a little bit of a resilience to kind of be like, okay, I'm gonna be a little bit more adventurous this and that. The one player I will agree with you, Christian Fidalgo, was one of those players that got the ball and tried to make that forward pass. Although sometimes, to and, and this is what I think I I, I criticized a lot was. He did a lot of the of the short, simple one-two pass and then run things pretty good. But when it was trying, when it was time to make one of those kind of daggering passes, those intercepting passes, I felt like sometimes those were a little bit more forced rather than maybe playing a little bit of a smarter mm-hmm. ball. Okay, I agree with that. But that's it. No one else was doing it, and that's what frustrated me. Is like everyone else was. That's just, what I'm saying. Everyone else was just kind of like okay, robotic to this side, and then okay, we'll go pass it more back, and then okay, reset, and then go back the same way that we just came from because apparently, you know, that's the way to go, and and it was just frustrating to just see that, and it's mm-hmm. like you're up a man, like we've been through this time and time again. Why are you still playing like this? You know? No, definitely, yeah. And like I said, I don't know if it's just lack of the players not getting the idea yet, or just lack of you know players in 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 a key position, right? So. Um, I don't know. We we, we got to see what happens. Still, um, I I still think that Solari still needs to have a couple of players at his disposal to kind of really really zone in on what he wants to do, and hopefully with the incorporations of of Benedetti and and the Suarez this weekend, maybe he gets some sort of a of an eleven that he wants, and um and Bruno Valdez coming back late, late sometime later in March, sometime in March, right? So. So, yeah, that, I, I think that, we could probably yeah. see him a little bit after the long game, but we'll get into yeah, that a little well, bit. Yeah, that, yeah that, that'll be in the future. But So now in, we're talking mid-March, and now you have literally everyone at your disposal. So I, I, I think now is the time to start you know, criticizing Solari a little bit and saying why isn't his team clicking on his idea yet. And we'll get to that in just a second, I think, once mm-hmm. we start previewing this upcoming Pachuca game and we'll talk. But uh, AJ, just your thoughts in general about this matchup, about what we were just talking about, about Fidalgo, about some of the plays that you saw. Just in and watch your words, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, This game was just overall boring for me. I don't understand, like, when we're up against 10 players, it should be simple at this point. But as someone said, the hardest thing to do is to play simple football. And I think America made it so far more complicated than it's supposed to be. You think with 10 men at that point, and I think it was a midfielder or a defender that they lost, it's like we could take advantage of it. It seemed like everyone was just scared. They did not want to go up. Once they saw one player up there, they're like, oh, that one player could take on the entire team. No, help them out. We're not gonna, it's not going to be individual plays where you expect just that one player to make the difference, score the goal. No. 
It took us to get a penalty, which it was sus. It looked controversial. I'm like, I don't know that was a penalty. I'll take it though. But um, that goal, that goal that we scored from the penalty, really nice. I have an interesting stat right here. America has not done that since November 1st of 1973. That's crazy. And then the last that was done in the league was by Cruz in 2007. It's pretty cool stuff to hear. But then um, at towards the very end, my boy Chucho Lopez subbed right in. <laughs> oh, he gave the most sexiest assist I've ever seen from him. Lucky, but okay. So we just said, nah, homie. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, he was trying he, to shoot. He, he was trying to shoot. He was not trying to do that. He was not trying to shoot. I think the merit goes more to Richard, honestly, for finding that ball and shrugging off a defender. Just being Chucho, at the right place at the Chucho right time. Lopez is saying, nah, I'm not shooting that. I don't want to take all the credit. I'll give you the ball, Sancho. I'll let you get the spotlight. All right. All, all jokes aside, really nice goal. It was a really great pass to reach a Sanchez score. Makes it 2-0. But all, it just feels like I'm not completely satisfied because I feel like we should have been up by more goals at this point. It took us until the 93rd minute to do something. Definitely. It, I took, don't... Us, it took us to the 93rd to score an open field goal against a 10-man Atlas who, at that point, was the worst team in the league. Yeah, and then they had some, and had some shots on it. And, and even that, we had to make this game so hard on ourselves that we almost scored two own goals, and we also <laughs> had to do something. I'm like, why? I don't understand. Are we still in the process with, where Solari's trying to figure out what to his team? Most likely, but I feel like at this point, mm-hmm. it's game frustrating. We're in the seventh, ga- seventh game, right? It's the seventh game of the um, season already? Pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be the eighth. Uh, oh, yeah, it, it just makes me worried because... We've been playing against teams that only have 10 men on the pitch, and we still can't do nothing about it. Why is it so difficult for us? And it just feels like something's off of the scene. I really don't know what it is. It's just like every game now at this point, I'm worried. It's like, can we really do something at this point? Because it feels like we're just playing boring football. And it gets kind of and it gets kind of boring for me at times. No, well, I do agree with you with the boring part. I mm-hmm. don't know if I'm necessarily scared going into games because I I knew we were, I knew we were still gonna win. Like I, I like going into the game or going to any game. Matter of fact, I don't go in thinking that we're gonna lose or draw the match, especially to to a team like Atlas or this weekend against Pachuca. Like, I don't think we're gonna go lose or tie against Pachuca, right? Mm-hmm. It's just I think I'm with you on there to saying, uh, you know. How are we gonna win though? Is the, is is the real question? You know, like are like, like are we gonna win in like a boring fashion, or are we, like, are we gonna the, get a, a goal, sneak in a goal, just a goal here and there? Like I think that's more of my concern. That's the thing. Like it could be like a team against you know that's not doing so hard in the league. Like we could beat it. Mm-hmm. No, but how are we gonna do? Is the question. Like you mentioned, is it gonna be boring when we wait until way later down the game we score and then we all play defense at the end? We're actually gonna like you know. Just go guns blazing and score a bunch of goals left and right. That's the thing. It's like a, it's a toss up at this point. Mm-hmm. Look, I agree with you guys. I think the the game was very flat for America. Um, there wasn't really much excitement. And again, I, I, I and I tweeted this out. Our goalkeeper had to be our best player on the pitch for us to walk away with all three points. And where at this point it wasn't the rivals who were the most dangerous person to to almost score in against us. It was our very own defenders, which yeah. I think, just, which I think. Gives you the narrative of what the match was. Um, you're right, though. If you're looking at this at, at at the season, and you're looking at the turnaround coming up after this Pachuca game, there is no more quote unquote easy matches anymore. Mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like the rivals are starting to get, you know, much like last and much season. and much better. Just like last season. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Christian. This is the time, and, and maybe not this one, but maybe after Pachuca. This is the time to start pointing fingers and saying, "Why aren't we seeing something flourish or blossom?" Right. Definitely. Because because the the more difficult side of the season is coming up ahead. Mm-hmm. It's just over the horizon, and we're literally maybe a week away from from facing off against much more oppositions, much more tough tougher oppositions that we know are going to be bringing, you know. A much more uh, a much more difficult match, whether it's at their stadium, at our stadium. We know that it it's not going to be easy from here on out, and it, maybe it's a good thing that we've gotten the results that so that we have the points to back it up. But the fact that we haven't had, and this is why it, it gets me even more mad that we lost this game on the table because these are these these are three very valuable points throughout the season. But um, but we need to have seen much better from America in this game. We didn't. And now the question lies, will we see it against Pachuca? And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But um, just any positives to take away from this one, besides obviously the fantastic goal that we score. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, it's, there's then, not really much to you, you, be honest. Did, I mean, it seems like little, a, you know, start, of, it's, it's yeah. starting to settle in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that when, I think, I think, I think uh, Chris said in the chat, right? I think this was Navela's worst game of the season. I put that in very, very, very big quotes. Um, he said it, I think he said it perfect. He wasn't as noticeable in this game. And then at that point you saw Keenan kind of like take over a little bit, which is good in our in our in our part because you know we we know we have a player that you know if one's slacking on 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 his side. We know that we have a player that's that's you know reliable to kind of pick up the slack a little bit and still perform to his to his needs and to his ability. So if you want to take anything away from this game, I think Aquino is starting to settle, settle in a little bit. And for us, that's always a positive. And when Naveda is going to have his good games, both of them, when they're on fire, especially against better oppositions, it just, it's just positive news for us. Definitely. And I think, like, overall, any little bits of positives that we can take away from this game then kind of get tinted by the fact that mm-hmm. it, it, it was all for nothing at the end of the day. Um, but we'll leave it at that. Let us know what you guys think about this game. Was it fair for Atlas to do what they did? Was you know, did you guys like what we guys saw on Saturday? I know a lot of people didn't. Um, but still, you kind of felt like, oh, you know, it's nice. We're winning. We're, you know, I saw some people were checking the league table, which I told you guys not to do until after Pachuca, but no one wanted to listen to me. Um, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see, but they, that doesn't. I mean, America does end up winning, but unfortunately, like the title says, winners on the pitch, but losers in the so office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sucks. But alrighty then. All right, gentlemen, let's move on into our next segment. And we feel like we dragged them on pretty much as far as we can. But before I do, let me introduce. Let me introduce. Let me remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys check Foot Cult out, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or their website, footcult.com. You guys can snag a beautiful, beautiful training kit. AJ, will you show them exactly what we have in stock? There you guys have it. You guys could be repping the Eagle Eye podcast gear wherever you guys go. You know, you guys could be recognized. Be like, hey, I've seen that before on YouTube. And then you'd be like, yeah. You can also get it at Foot Call. Use discount code EEP at mm-hmm. checkout to get 10% off. And look at that. It's just, you know, it all works in circles. Uh, but they just dropped some amazing new uh, kits. Uh, if so you guys beautiful. haven't checked them out already, they dropped some very beautiful stuff out there. And uh, you guys can get all of that for 10% off. So make sure you guys use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, 
discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And again, thank you to our sponsors, Foot Cult, for making, uh, for sponsoring today's episode. But okay. All right, gentlemen. Let's talk a little bit about the news in Coapa. Christian, uh, give me a recap of what's going on in and around the world of our injured fellow teammates. Uh, are we going to have Benedetti back anytime soon? Is Bruno Valdez about to make an appearance against Pachuca or is he going to have to wait even further? Uh, and just kind of all the news in and around uh, Of course. Well, let's start with the major news, obviously. Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of unhappy people right now because of what happened against Atlas, right? So um, they're, they're still looking for, for punishments uh, for, for the one that is uh, at fault for this. Um, more news to come on that during the week, but you you could probably imagine that, that, that the big boss isn't happy right now, right? So uh, so definitely watch imagine, out for... <laughs> imagine you have to get called into Escarga's office. Oh, <laughs> so explain yourself, son. How did this happen? <laughs> Oh yeah. no, dude! So that so like I said, more news more news of that topic to come in the later week. But talking about our players, our beloved players, Bruno Valdez is starting to practice on the field, which is a good sign for us. Now people are speculating that he will be back within two weeks. Um, I can say that that's probable. Um, will he get starting starting time? Definitely not. I I, I don't think so. I don't think in two weeks you're going to see Bruno Valdez in starting eleven. So I gave it till mid March, maybe ends of March. Well, we have Bruno Valdez back in the starting eleven, but definitely a little before that, we definitely get 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 you know a couple fifteen minutes here, ten minutes there, get him back into game rhythm, maybe play him in the in the U twenties for for a match or two, so to see you know where he's at and see if he can reappear for Cuba America once again. But he's coming soon. Um, the good news is that Leo Suarez, Nicolas Benedetti, and Emmanuel Aguilera all wore out against Atlas will be available for Pachuca. Um, this is good news for us. In a sense that one, we get our solid Emma Aguilera back and quotes on solid. Um, but it's 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 definitely nice to have he's someone there. You know, he's been solid, right? Let's, we 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 gotta we gotta be honest. He's been solid for us a little bit. Um, so it, it, it's nice to have him back, right? So definitely that's good news. And Benedetti, um, will the injuries finally leave him alone? Uh, so this is this is a player that needs his opportunity to kind of showcase what he's got. Um, he hasn't um, done it all season long, and why not Saturday, right? Why not Saturday? Maybe minutes off the bench, hopefully, uh, to see um, to see what he's got. Because I think, like all of us here, and can agree that Benetti has 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 a talent, and it's just he's been unlucky recently, right? So hopefully, 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 they just leave him alone, and we could see the Benetti that we all know and love. Definitely. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but I mean, you know, fingers crossed because he's, like you mentioned, Christian, such an amazing talent that just has not been able to display even half of that for America mm-hmm. uh, because these injuries won't leave him alone. Um, and we'll, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, but it's 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 not looking promising for him, but we'll have to wait and see how the season unfolds for him. Uh, one thing I do want to know here, Chris saying, uh, Miggy watching this and discuss because Ochoa ate three goals and Ivan didn't bring it up. Now, look, this is what pissed me off the most about this whole uh, thing is that these three goals are going to go up against us. I don't know if they're technically going to go up against Ochoa. I don't think they will. They'll just go up against the, the club. But Ochoa finally had another clean sheet under his belt, and that's one step closer to the goalkeeper of the tournament. And it's just like now it's like now it's gonna be nullified, and and it's just it, it frustrates me. And Miggy, if you're watching this, you know Ochoa didn't eat those three goals, and it's because of him that we didn't actually concede three goals. Um, but yeah, that's that's all the news we have in and around Coapa. Uh, Fingers crossed that we have. AJ, you got some news? breaking news. Um, I guess if there's like preliminary stuff for Mexico, because three plays 
did make to the preliminary roster, but it's unknown oh, that's whether right. they're going to hit yet. But uh, the players are Jorge Sanchez, Allen Medina, and Sebastián Córdoba. Those are the players that got called up. Oh, and Santiago Naveda as well. Nice. So let's make that for um, America, players that got called up. <laughs> Alan Medina has been, uh, what, just featured in, in, in the sub 20 and somehow he's getting the call up? Let's go. It's preliminary. We, we don't know if he's going to make the final cut. But, but hey, there's he's there. there. So, but he's something. there. That's just it? That's, that's, that's all we're, we're, we're exporting? Yeah. It's not bad. What do we have? Naveda, Cordova. Medina. Wait, what is this for again? Medina. It's, for, it's for, the, um, for the pre-Olympics. Oh, the Olympics, right? Yeah, it's gonna be our Olympic team. Oh, nice. But, no, no, no. This is the pre-Olympic team, not the actual Olympic team. That that's you're gonna, oh, okay. gonna be playing okay. three games for um March in in um, Mexico. Nice. <sighs> God damn it! Wait, is George on the list? Yeah, yes. Jorge, he's on there. So I think he's gonna most likely get called up. So, so we're gonna be without our the Gordo was gonna get called up as well. He's gonna get called up. Pro- mo- I feel like most Naveda. likely Naveda's gonna get Naveda. called up. Naveda, well. probably gonna be the only one. Yeah, I feel like Medina's yeah. gonna be the only one. So Medina, you're playing right back for the meantime. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Yeah, you technically can. Mm-hmm. Want to? No, no, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out when when the time comes. But uh, all right, a little bit of breaking news from AJ on that aspect. But all right, gentlemen, let's uh, let's wrap it all up here and let's talk America versus Pachuca. Uh, should be pretty much an interesting one. I was gonna put this preview. Uh, Thing up, but it uh, looks like we don't have it up. It's fine. Don't worry. America, America's going up against uh, Pachuca this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be live yet to the end of that game. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 7 central, uh, 8 eastern. If you guys ha- haven't done so already, make sure you guys set your alarms for that one. It should be an interesting one. AJ is going to be having the privilege of covering this one. So if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys follow us over on all our social media platforms. That is Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Eagle Eye Podcast. You guys won't miss a second of what is going to be coming up in and around that game. All right, gentlemen, how are we feeling about this matchup? Because, I mean, you have to take into consideration everything that just unfolded within the past couple of days. We went off and had a victory win against uh, Atlas in the Stadio Jalisco. Then we fly back home, see that America has been docked three points. Now you have to go up and go up against uh, Pachuca side that didn't look so terrible against Chivas either. So maybe they have a bit of a run of a form coming in to this one. How does America approach this game, Christian? Um, same way I think that I've been trying to preach all, all along. Um, I think they need to come up with the fire, you know. N- establish yourself you you need to know that you're the better team than your rival so you have to start off in a in a, in a way that you know you're going to show them that i'm here to, to to be the to be the protagonist i'm here to set the game tempo i'm here to uh, implement my game plan you adjust to me i don't have to adjust to you and just go with it because Ivan, like you said, we have the talent to go toe to toe with any single team in this league. It's just we have to go out there and actually demonstrate it. You know, there's a lot of teams on paper that look good, but on the field, it's a different story. And let's be honest, we're one of those teams right now. So, it's, like you said, we we now is the time to start really drilling the 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 idea into into the whole league that listen, we're not just a bunch of names on paper. We can go out there and show you, and we can beat you any way we want. We just you know, we just need to have a little effort in there, right? So hopefully we got off to a quick start. Hopefully our passing is a little bit more precise. Um, and hopefully we, we, we're just more forward and more direct with our game plan and not the lateral and back passing like we do every other play. 
I, I swear to you, I cannot stand that anymore. It's like, it frustrates me to the max whenever I see we reset it like six different times under five minutes. Like it, that should not be the case. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But I do think that you're right, though. Americanistas just from the get-go, take the game to Pachuca. Like you mentioned, be the protagonist of this matchup and have Pachuca be the ones adapting to what we're implementing, not the other way around. We're just like, okay, we know that they're going to counterattack us, so maybe let's be a little bit more cautious and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, anything to add on that, AJ, or do you think that's spot on? Spot on. You don't think really it's just Pachuca? I'm kind of surprised at how they're doing so poorly this season when they have some quality players on on that team. Maru Quiroga, Burrito. Uh, they haven't won this season, right? They have not. They have, not they have won zero wins in the all. column. Exactly. Put the house on America on Saturday, boys. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Images that foresee unfortunate events. Wait, hold on. Listen. This is a serious question. And anyone in the chat can help me out because... So I placed a bet on America on Saturday to win against Atlas. And we technically did win. But now we lost. So, like, do I lose my money now? Maybe. I don't know. This is an interesting thing because my cousin also had a bet. He's he's been having a bet with his uh with one of his best friends. He's an Atlas fan since oh, they were in okay. high school. Mm-hmm. They've they bet so they bet twenty bucks uh with this one. And they're like so he, you know we were talking after the game. It was like well you technically won the twenty bucks, but if we lose it, you have to technically give them back. Like how does this work? Yeah, how does it's this a, work? It's, it's a very confusing hmm. thing. Interesting. See, I don't know. See, hopefully, hopefully, I, I don't log into my FanDuel account and I see negative, negative a hundred dollars, and then yeah, it's like you I'm, always- I'm, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna be very upset if I see that. And when I, in my <laughs> I think Chris is talking for all of us. This question is betting. I don't feel good anymore. But what do you mean? I, I hit my bets. All right, listen, especially against, especially if it's America. All right, I really do hit them. Well, I mean, hopefully that uh, that comes to fruition <laughs> this Saturday as well. But uh, talking about uh, hopefully uh, y- your your hits coming through for America, talk to me about your predicted starting 11 and what we potentially could see on Saturday. Of course. Uh, I think I got it up here. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go with Ochoa Inet, Jorge Sanchez, Amanuel Aguilera, uh, Sebas Cáceres, Luis Fuentes is our defense. The midfield, uh, have. Javier Aquino, Pedro Aquino, Santiago Cordova, Álvaro Fidalgo, and up top I have Roger and Henry. Okay, interesting. So what are we going with here? Uh, paint me, paint me the, the picture. Okay, listen to this. I'm thinking, uh-huh, four, four, one, and one. then uh-huh, and then uh-huh. What do you think? Four, 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 one, one. Are we are we playing like a diamond formation here? In a sense, yes. Hopefully, or four two three one. Okay, so it's 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 the four, and then it's, it's the, four, the it's the two. It's one. It's one. Uh, it's one anchor. It's two center midfielders, and it's who's the camp. two center midfielders? Uh, Fidalgo uh, I, I, and um, and Aquino. Okay. Now the eight. Cordoba's the cam, and Roger and Henry are your forwards. And interchangeable. Interesting. It could work. Okay, I like it, but this is not very. This is not Solari esque. So, in a sense, it could work. Only reason why I'm saying it could work is because Solari seems to just favor one side and one side only. And you know what? Let's just overload on one side. And if you that's what he wants to do, let's overload on one side. If anything, if if anything, I see Roger out, Leo in, which I think most likely might be the case, or maybe even Linus in. But the one that's going to be sacrificed from all of these, I think, would be Roger. 
Look, see, and this is what I kept mentioning. Roger needs to be an impact sub. He's not merited enough to start. So I don't know why he's in your stern 11. I would I mean, rather he, give I mean, he didn't, he, I mean, he didn't do much against Atlas. It's against Pachuca, so he could probably do something against them. Exactly. So why wouldn't you just put Vinas there as an apology? Nah, Vinas ain't starting. Oh, I think he, he might he, start. He, yeah, what mean, if he, he does start over Henry? I, I mean, mean, that's possible. At the same time, though, I, I don't know if Vinas and Roy are up front sound like a good idea considering how the, like, their play styles are. But hey, who knows? It could work. I honestly think Vinas fits this idea better than Henry. I mean, we'll see, though. This is all speculation at this point. But um, this is the one time I don't agree with your starting 11. That's fine. No one agrees with the starting 11. I don't even agree with it. I just throw <laughs> names out there and hopefully it hits. Well, you, 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 you think I, I think about this all week? So, saying, oh, my God. So, like, yeah. Someone rewind this where he's like, all my hits hit, when, especially when it comes to America. And someone just well, put insert see, what he just said right now. He's like, we'll oh, see, yeah, we'll just see. throw whatever. Hold well, hold up. Listen, listen. See, my betting purposes and my lineup, my, my lineup uh, thoughts are completely different. Because one has money involved, the other one really doesn't. It just has laughs and giggles and memes, which I can live with. That's fine. Well, it, well, one time I had money involved and it definitely did not hit. So well, yes, that's true. But, uh, where yeah, is Jose? <laughs> yeah, Jose? Yeah, where is Jose? Uh, wishing Jose the best of luck right now, wherever he is at. Um, but, okay, so let's, 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 let's just go off and, and, and say that he does, you know, you utilize some form of these players. Who needs to come up and, and have a big game? Because for me, Cordoba needs to repeat of what he did in the first 45 minutes. I, don't, I think he was a little bit more quiet in the second half, but Everyone I want to see more consistency out of Cordoba. You yeah. know? I can see Cordoba. Um, Henry, see Cordoba. too. Henry, he's, he's scoring. He's scoring. Keep that going. You know? I, I, I'm going to make this sound Te- bad, but, technically but keep too- Vinas on the bench. I don't know about keeping it on the bench, but I mean, yeah, no, but well, that, yeah, like yeah, scoring though, that would keep scoring. Yeah, definitely. keep scoring. Wait, who are we to argue if 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 Vinas is on the bench and Henry's scoring double digits? Like, you know, no, you're exactly. Right. So, but you're right though, Christian. I think what this is is two games in a row. If, if the Atlas game would have counted, that he would have been scoring, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep it going. I mean, Chris, why are you nervous? We're gonna win on Saturday. Just. Do- Tell, tell your parents you put in the house on the medic on Saturday, bro. Let's go. Just gonna fuck me like they kicked me out of the house. <laughs> um, but okay, look, look, uh, we've mentioned this time and time again. I think we could put any any player that we really have available at this point and say that America has the better uh the better team here, and there's no doubt about it that we have to mm-hmm. go out there and demonstrate it, right? And, and I think this game has to be the pivotal factor of the season where you start shifting from one direction to another beforehand where you're talking okay he's implementing the style he's trying to figure out his starting 11 now he has everyone full fit and healthy i think from this point on forward you not only have to figure out what your starting 11 is going to be now but also what your style is going to be and we need to see that be implemented against pachuca because we, we can't go for another match where America comes out winning by one or two goals at the most because of a late goal and sit, sitting here and thinking that this is going to be more than enough to justify a playoff run. Because it won't. Let's just face it, right? Much better oppositions on the horizon. And mm-hmm. so I think that this is a stage where 
you have to look into the season and say, this is literally the halfway point where we have to be like, okay, from here on out, we need to be at 110% throughout the way. Yes, we were trying to find our feet here. We were trying to maybe implement something here. But now it's more about, okay, let's get it going. And and really, it has to start against Pachuca. I can see a 4-2-3-1 here. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. what I was thinking with this yeah, four, two, three, one. Yeah, 4 2 3 one Yeah, that's the that's the formation he likes to um play, doesn't he? That's, that's the four two three one. He yeah, he likes playing kind of a variation of that, kind of like the mm-hmm. four a four four one four one in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I say, but I say that could work too because it seems like last game Aquino was the one pushing up a lot, and Naveda was the one a little bit lower. But in the previous game before that, it was the other way around. It was Naveda pushing up more, and Aquino saying more back. So, mm-hmm. it could work. I I like this lineup. I I I I really hope we see this lineup on Saturday. I mean, because now, I, because now I'm excited, it. and now I just might throw a bet on this line to see if it works. So, who wants to bet me now? <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, he does take food stamps, by the way. I do, <laughs> or five dollars. That's fine. Bet. Whatever, whatever, whatever the the bet is, he's more than willing to take it. But whatever the formation is. We just got to see better. And I, I think at, th- at this point, we just need to just not give any more excuses because yeah. it is, it's a very important stage of the season. What do you think, AJ? Um, yes, please. I just want something to give like America fans to make ourselves more confident. like, okay, this is it. This is the moment in the season where we're going to go guns a blazing. Once we demolish Pachuca, we go forward and continue playing the way that we do. And that's hoping that Soleil actually brings something at this point. He is bringing, he's, he is bringing something to this team, but I just want all these players to start waking up. Stop playing boring football because I'm sick and tired of it. And, you know, we get some excitement. We get some great plays going, amazing opportunities, great goals, all that. I just want that right now at this point because if it's how it's going to be, if we're at the middle of the season where I feel like every game we're just trying to figure out how, how in the hell we're going to even win this match, we're not going to win. But just in what way? I don't want to think that. I just want to think, once you head into the game, we know what we're going to do from the get-go, and that's what I want. I agree with you, AJ. I agree with you. Christian? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) He's just happy you guys text this right now. He's just happy. Wait, you guys like these, though? These are really good, actually. I never actually um, ate text this. You've never had these? This is really really good, like, snack to have. It's uh, It's... yeah, Quite but probably good. not during the podcast. Why not? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it's for that same reason. Because, um, so let, let's, let's, let's tell our listeners a story here. So maybe a story that maybe would never be told uh, unless, you know, Christian brought out his snacks. But mm-hmm. um, when, when me and Dylan were podcasting and we invited Brian on one time, I remember um, Dylan hadn't eaten all day because he was at school and he was at work and he didn't have a really time to eat. And so <laughs> Dylan decided that he, <laughs> he was going to eat his fries while we were podcasting and Brian was on. And after... <laughs> After we finished podcasting, Brian messaged me and was like, who was eating the whole time? And I was like, oh, it was it was Dylan. It was Dylan. And so uh, it's just a little funny story. I don't know if anyone thinks it's funny, but uh, it's one of those peculiar things. But um, OK, 
let's 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 kind of wrap it up all here. So we know that America needs to be much better, and we know we understand that this has to be a pivotal point in the season. And you know, after this, we have a tough game away at Tijuana. We have we have to you know face against Leon, uh, and you know, so on and, and so forth. Classicals coming up. Classicals are month. coming up. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy by any means necessary. Um, so I think Salati's starting too. to feel a little bit. Of, yeah, Concacaf as well. Salati, yeah. I, 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 has to feel the pressure at, at some point here. No, and it, it has to be against against Pachuca, and he has to kind of insert that into the players and be like, you know what? It's not necessarily do or die, but we have to start implementing something here. We have to be making ourselves better somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to start off with Pachuca. But uh, give me your guys' predictions about Saturday's match. Listen, it takes one game only. One game only to flip the switch to nothing America. And this time it will count. This time, oh, God, it better count, dude. I swear. <laughs> swear. And, uh, take it, and take it to the bookie, too. Two nothing, bro. Two nothing. I'm going with your very positive spirit. I'm going 3-0. I think you're right. Hey. All it takes is one game to flip the switch. I think it's this one against Pachuca. AJ. Tommy, AJ. 2-0, America. Bam. 2-0. And if anyone's wondering what our beloved Cowboy is thinking, he's going 2-1 for America as well. Although, I don't like his scoreline prediction because it means that we don't get a clean sheet. And uh, you know me. I'm all about the clean sheets. So, it's the one too. That 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 is the most important Listen, thing but for me as well. I think, I think I'm going to start posting the odds on our Twitter account so for our viewers to, to make a little money off of this, no? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Everyone you know, eats. You, wait, I, you, guys, you guys know that the official America account does that, right? Caliente. They, they, yeah. yeah, they, they yeah, post, yeah, they post yeah, the yeah, odds. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. okay, good. So we don't get in trouble for doing it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. fine. Just, just make sure you guys are betting in a state that allows you to bet, okay? <laughs> right. It's not allowed. It's very illegal. Don't do yes. it. Exactly. Don't do it. Or do it and just don't tell us about it. That means that's, that's completely fine to us as well. We know, or dive um, over the bridge to a state that is legal and then you do it that way. That's true. That is true. Um, but all right, then, gentlemen, I think we've pretty much wrapped it up here. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Chucho Lopez, guys, assist, Rob. That's all I'm going to say. He did something <laughs> that Fidalgo couldn't do, and that was to get an assist. There you but go. the house on Saturday. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Bet the house on Saturday. Chucho I'm Lopez. I'm betting the house Rob. and the car. Oh, oh, oh. So and I'm homeless car. and Carlos. You guys know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, then. Well, if you guys want to find out exactly how this all unfolds, make sure you guys tune in on Saturday. And I'm not here next week. You guys know what happened. <laughs> exactly. You had to pick up an extra shift just to try yeah. to get something back. Uh, but if you guys haven't done so already, check us out over on uh, you know Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook oh. at Eagle Eye Podcast. And uh, you know, hold on, hold up, hold up, Chris. It. Said Chucho Lopez scores a goal. That's my bold prediction. If he scores against Pachuca, I'm buying his jersey. There you guys go. I'll buy his jersey. Uh, promises here. Oh my god! Betting, betting, betting everywhere. Oh my goodness! Just betting, betting everywhere. everywhere. I'll buy his jersey. You know what? Um, if Ochoa scores a goal, I will um, shave your head. <laughs> yeah, I will shave my head. There you guys Bam. go. Bam. Oh, someone please record that. Dude. <laughs> I just know my luck now. But you know what? He would have scored a goal, so I guess I'll take that. Uh, but yeah, if you guys haven't done so already, your sure head at, at the cost no, of I cannot, I cannot picture this yeah. man. Yeah, maybe now you get a girlfriend. <laughs> yes, well, thank you for putting that out there. Oh, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, all right, we're gonna leave it here, guys. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. We'll be back on on Thursday, me and AJ to talk all things Lady Aguilar. So make sure you guys tune in on that. We'll be back next week to recap everything that happened, and we'll have uh, some very special guests to preview not only Tijuana but also Leon in uh, what should be an interesting week for America in that sense as well. But if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys follow us on all our social media platforms. So you guys are listening to this on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify, and or iHeartRadio. Thank you so much as well. We are definitely going to get flagged for all this, um, for for all these brands that are being displayed right now. At uh, But thank you again I mean, for it's our, free, it's free promotion. our one. Well, that's true. But thank you to our one sponsors for call for making this a possibility. And to all of you guys, thank you so much. Put the logo. Put the logo on that screen right now, baby. Put the logo. Put the logo. <laughs> put the shirt. There you guys go. Thank you for thank you to all of you guys. You guys make sure you guys go check that out. 10% off EEP uh, uh discount code. And uh and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys again next week. Uh thank you guys again for everything. Take care. Be safe out there. Please wear your mask. We'll be back to talk all things Second America very soon. Until next time, take care. And as always. Arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen. 